0: Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Podmatch Presentation. So if you belong to PGP24, 25, or 26, and you have seen the Alem's play, you certainly know of Handicke. He doesn't shy away from speaking his mind of the field, and definitely makes his opponent feel a little bit insufficient. So here's presenting Suhail Kapoor from the batch of 2012. Hello, Suhail. How are you?
1: I am very good. I am very good. Thanks for this extremely uh, flattering uh, introduction. I think it's too much hype, I think. <laughs> but, you do think uh,
0: it's
1: true? N- no, I don't think it's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, passionate guy when it comes to sports and that's what I sort of love doing the most. So I get all that. But Baki is whatever other people say. And I mean, sometimes it feels really good, definitely. But uh, yeah, I mean. I just go out and play the best I can because I enjoy it.
0: All right. So, how are you maintaining your fitness during quarantine?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I started by, I have a terrace, uh, and uh, I started by just taking laps of that to begin with, and uh, it was really boring, so I <laughs> couldn't keep it up, but I found ways either following some home videos or fitness videos. Uh, I even taught my wife how to play table tennis, and we converted our, our, our dining table into a TT table during this entire quarantine period, in fact, sometimes spending two to three hours just playing table tennis for lack of other things to do but yeah I mean not a day goes by where I do, don't do do anything
0: that's great that's great so um, you picked up sports really early in your life right?
1: Yeah, very early. In fact, since I I don't remember uh, even when most of my pictures as a baby also has either football or some racket. My father used to play for the country. He represented India for many years in squash. Uh, And my sister was a state-level basketball and badminton player as well. So it kind of has always been in the family. And uh, my father was in the army. So wherever we got posted, there were always like, let's say a club or a place where the kids would go and play football or badminton. Uh, or tennis or whatever and wherever you were you picked up that sport with those kids so like I said uh, earlier never really been into books but uh, chose my time to be outdoors and play
0: so what was the first sport uh, you play a lot of sports right so what was the first sport that you started playing
1: Uh, I think like As a kid, just going out to the garden and playing, I wouldn't count that. So let's say the first sort of court or ground that one would go to, it was a badminton court. I think I was in class three uh, and we were in... uh, Himachal Pradesh very close to dharamsala in this cantonment called Yol and they used to have these uh, u-shaped inverted hangers which were converted into badminton courts so that it could be made indoor and a lot of uh, you know uh, officers and kids would come in the evening to play and that's where I that was my first sort of uh, proper environment for you know uh, uh, in a court or in a field uh, when I was three with badminton that was the first one. Okay, and what is your most fondest childhood memory for sports? Oh, there, are, there are so many. I mean, like like I said, one was out every day, but uh, I mean, I always wanted to get better at whatever I was playing, uh, and I would find ways to kind of make that happen. And generally the most common or the best way you can actually get better is by playing with people who are better than you. So I remember I was probably in class 5 and uh, we used to go to this club to play tennis in the evenings Uh, and there was this guy when I was in class 5 he must have been in class 11 or 12 and he used to be really good and I used to go up and ask him, uh, you know, Siddharth, uh, will you play a set with me? Uh, and, you know, he would be like, no, I'm not going to waste my time. And I mean, he yeah. was right. He wouldn't want to waste his time because I was I was just trying to learn. But I, at that point, I in, inten- uh, incentivized it for him. And I was like, okay, if you beat me, then I'll give you a Coke. And, uh, you know, in, in these clubs, you didn't have to pay to get a Coke. You had to sign a voucher and the bill would go to your parents. Uh, And so, you know, one would be like, okay, all you have to do is sign. We'll just sign it and, you know, uh, we'll get a Coke. And obviously, he was not going to drink alone. So, if he's having a Coke, even I'm going to have a Coke. So, for a couple of months, every day I was like, okay, you know, let's play. And he would joke and he would laugh. And then I would be like, no, but, you know, the bet still stands. And every day, I would be signing two Cokes without a care in the world. And then two months later, this giant bill... (laughs) came <laughs> to my dad, <laughs> ki, you know, what is this nonsense of two cokes every single day? I mean, are you even human? And, uh, you know, then obviously uh, I was banned from signing any vouchers as any kid would be. Uh, but what happened in those two months was that by playing with somebody a lot better than me, I I became a lot better, a lot faster. And I remember in those next three or four months that followed, I had started beating Siddharth as well. So, I mean, yeah, I would always find ways to get better, which were either appropriate or sometimes even inappropriate in this case.
0: That's a very interesting uh, story that you have. (laughs) So, many a days, uh, I'm sure you've had a long journey with sports. So, you must have had bad days. How do you uh, push yourself during those days?
1: Yeah, I mean, good days and bad days come hand in hand. And like the whole passion and the emotion behind sport is that unpredictability. Like if you knew what was going to happen, then it doesn't become even remotely as exciting as it is. So there are like uh, so many, like I played squash Professionally to a certain extent I played till the India level And uh, from class 10 onwards All the way uh, till before I came to MICA I was participating in the nationals Would travel to different cities for tournaments And you know there are few that you win There are a lot that you lose And it's crushing at the time But you know when when you really want to get better You want to take revenge From somebody who's beaten you It pushes you to go on uh, and get better And uh, yeah I mean it's very very important to lose if you want to keep that energy and you want to keep that passion for that sport I remember many times that when we were posted in places where let's say you know I had gotten good at badminton and the other people who were there to play with were probably not as good uh, as what I had become over time so I would not feel like playing with them uh, and Hmm. probably move to a different sport let's say if there were a lot of people playing basketball there and it was new for me then I would rather choose that and you know get better at that rather than stagnating at a certain level so it was always about you know, finding a bigger challenge, a newer challenge, and pushing ourselves. Right,
0: right. So, how was this? How was this experience of playing at a national level? How was that for you?
1: It was extremely rewarding. I mean, I owe a lot to it. From uh, you know, uh, getting into one of the best colleges in the country, it was uh, all credit to my achievements in the court. Like I got into uh, Stephens in uh, right. you know uh, Delhi University and. The cutoffs, I mean, unimaginable for someone like me. I I didn't even attempt it. So I was very clear that, you know, if I'm gonna choose sport as uh, uh, an accessory for me, uh, for my future, then I need to be at a certain level and I need to invest certain amount of time to train. I used to be training six to eight hours a day when I was in my uh, college days and I was playing the most squash that I had played uh, in my life. So you have to put in that effort and you have to see it as something that will get you somewhere. And if okay. you genuinely believe in it, then, you know, you go you on to get good at it. And, you know, I am, I would say a little lazy when it comes to hard work. So if I had probably put in the kind of hard work that a lot of others do, I probably chosen it as a profession. But uh, I mean, no regrets. I, I really, it's a big part of me even today and uh, it will continue to be. So that's the most important thing for me.
0: Okay And uh, How was sports
1: for you In season? It was great I was in the college team For football I was in the college team uh, uh, For badminton I was the captain Of the college team And I was also uh, The captain of the squash team Of the college So I spent a lot of time <laughs> My attendance was Despicable It was like 40% mm-hmm. Or something like that But obviously sportsies they find some way of getting their attendance up and by the time the final charts used to come out the best students in the class would have like a 90-91% and somehow we would have like a 95-97% to 97% attendance just owing it all to like at practice or at this tournament or you know somewhere or the other for which we were compensated
0: mm-hmm. So what's the proudest accomplishment to date in sports? Uh... So
1: in uh, 2009, uh, I was part of the team that won the Indian Nationals uh, for Delhi State in Squash. Uh, And the year before that, uh, I had won the Inter-University Championships and we had won gold there. So these two are like my highest achievements and then there are a lot of silvers and bronze but mostly all at the national level because that's the sport that i played a lot competitively which was squash so right, right. Th- that's where the biggest achievements sort of lie but uh yeah I, I i played whatever i could get my hands on
0: okay so do you have any rituals surrounding your game before after during things that you do
1: no, not no rituals, but there's something like when I'm playing a, a, a tournament in uh, and I am familiar with somebody that I'm playing with or I have a plan, I generally tend to make a little note the night before and I slip it in my kit. And then before the game, I just go through, you know, what are the things that I have thought about because one has done that in a calmer state of mind and just before a match, you know, no matter what anybody says, you do have a little bit of butterflies uh, in your stomach, you have a little bit, you know, how will it go, will you be able to perform, how will that person play, so uh, one has written a little note, you know, what are the things that one has to do uh, in terms of like a plan and then just before getting into the court, just kind of glance through it so that it's fresh in your head, you know, this is what I've thought, this is the plan, one now has to just go and execute it. So just that, but no superstitious sort of uh, sort of a thing that uh, I can remember.
0: Okay, then uh, you played squash and badminton before Maira, but after coming to Maira, you picked up more sports, right?
1: Um, uh, not really. Like I had all I had played all the sports that there are. Uh, may not be as much as I did in Maira. So, like basketball is an example. I I played basketball fairly often uh, in MICA. I played cricket uh, fairly often, but before that I had not played them as much. Uh, But I I had played everything, like I knew rules to every game uh, and fairly alright with with them. Probably only volleyball was new to me when I came to MICA. It still is. (laughs) I find that game too hard. How was sports in MICA
0: for you?
1: I think it was it was everything. I mean, uh, anybody who's uh, at least been through our batches or maybe a batch, uh, junior or senior, would probably remember me as just the guy who was playing all the time. And plus in the second year, I was part of SCAM as well. So I was always... Playing something, table tennis, badminton, every day that email would go out of footy at five that would be sent by either me or one of my batchmates, Pratik Chiller. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him, I think you would be. He's also quite a summer and scam evangelist. And uh, yeah, uh, even my yearbook, I, I think uh, because. Summer happens just before everybody has to sign, uh, fill in their yearbooks. So those memories are fresh in everybody's mind. So all that I have in my comments against my name is just about summer and about me playing some sport. And it's like nothing else ever existed. But maybe in a way that is also true. I don't think anything else ever existed. I played a lot when I was in my car. How does uh, being an athlete make you a better
0: person?
1: it definitely does and i mean i firmly believe in that uh i think a lot of it has to do with uh basic things like being fair having a team spirit uh you know not putting yourself first uh and yeah learning from a lot of failures like i mean if everybody uh, anybody stopped playing sport if they lost once i mean nobody would be playing because everybody loses Uh, Mm -hmm. Pretty much all the time People just remember the victories a lot more So So it's uh, I would say there's a lot that uh, I have personally learned A lot of it uh, is also to do with integrity I mean I take that to my work as well Uh, You know when you When you meet other people on a pitch There is already a sense of camaraderie Even though you may be competing Against each other and I think that Uh, translates into my personality when I meet people as well. And it really helps me, uh, be it for, you know, uh, my, personal relations with people or even for business relations with people uh, it is really helpful and you know if you meet somebody who's your client and they say that they also play sport and you also play sport automatically there is a connection that is built you know and between any two people for that matter not even like a client and uh, you know business sort of relationship but any two people if there's a commonality of sport it's it's a very strong uh commonality
0: so, you've
1: played both team sports and individual sports. Do you have a preference? Uh, yeah, I do have pre- I I like the individual sports a little more because I have a little, have a little more control. Mm. Uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, both are as much fun. In fact, some sports are more fun. Some are a little more technical. Uh, and, you know, some are just for the fitness uh, uh, sort of part of the game. So... All have their own charm, but yeah, when I'm when I'm playing, let's say badminton or tennis or squash, then I have a little more control over what I'm doing and what I can do as compared to a team sport.
0: And uh, what personality trait has gotten you in the most trouble?
1: What would I say? Like, Sometimes I get overconfident. I would say, but it's it's not even like oh, I would say trash talking. I love okay. to trash talk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would say that, like, I, I, I see it as a very positive thing, I do it to intimidate, I do it for all the right reasons, but you know, when you trash talk and it goes south for you, then then that's just bad, right. that's a big moral blow, Kipele, right. you got so excited and you said enough, now you've not been able to follow through with it, so then it becomes quite funny but uh, otherwise no I mean I, I embrace sport and all the values that it stands for and that's why I love it it's I think it's just trash talking and I do a lot of it you can ask any of the other scammies of people that right you right know, we've you know, seen that's, why, that's that.
0: exactly why we put this question <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah I would say just that
0: are there times when you lose your temperament
1: oh definitely On- Definitely. There are so many times. In fact, uh, one of the freshest ones that I believe was when we were in our first year at MICA and we had gone to Nirma to play a football match. And uh, it was a very physical game. Firstly, it was a 3 in the afternoon. It was was scorching. It was an absolutely dry pitch, uh, mud pitch. But anyway, we were playing. It was one of our first football games uh, outside of MICA. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, they tackled one of our batchmates, uh, Manu, really badly. Uh, and, you know, he fell down horizontal uh, from midair and, you know, everybody was like really scared that he would be all right. And just a few minutes later, they had another challenge against uh, 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 another uh, guy from our batch, Akshay Menon. And uh, you know that's when it really reached boiling point and then there was a challenge on me also and I lost it but thankfully for me I was like everybody in the team was with me because everybody had had it with these guys and uh, yeah I mean it it became almost violent uh, but uh, after maybe 15-20 minutes things sort of calmed down and eventually we did win that game as well so and nobody got really badly hurt. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it was bad, like, it was almost turning into a very bad fight. I remember completely losing it there. I also okay. remember when we had gone to IMT Ghaziabad uh, for their sports fest, Chakravue, uh There was a lot of cheating happening there. And in fact, we were in the finals of the badminton tournament. Uh, and we were to have the final. And there was cheating across the sports that we had. Uh, you know participated in it, and some of them that we had even won but you know the, when there is cheating it's not fair it doesn't matter whether you win or you lose if there is blatant favoritism or cheating happening then it, it there needs to be a stand that is taken and collectively as an entire team we staged a walkout because we had had enough and it wasn't like you know we weren't winning so we walked off so it's uh, it's an excuse we had won some of the sports and still after that we were like we don't want to accept any trophies or any medals for this mm-hmm. because we don't uh, think that what you're doing here is fair at all and obviously something like that would have come with a lot of uh screaming and shouting and whatever so yeah sometimes when things are not cool it's easy to lose it i mean every athlete in the world if you just go on youtube and you see times that they've lost their cool you'll find crazy crazy references
0: (laughs) right right You
1: watch sports? Yeah, I watch sports all the time. Pretty much, I'm I'm always fighting with my wife because she wants to watch something else. And I'm so excited, Premier League is going to be back next week. So yeah, just waiting for that to start. What
0: team
1: do you support? I'm a cliched Manchester United supporter. Wow. Do you have favourite
0: players?
1: They come and go. Uh, The obvious ones are your Ronaldo and your Messi. I mean, they they are who they are because they are that good. Uh, How did
0: you start following? How did you pick United?
1: I was uh, maybe in class 5 or 6, maybe around uh, 1997. 96-97 And uh, On television uh, Some of the games Of the Premier League Used to come From the era Where there used to be David Beckham And Ryan Giggs And uh, You know Eric Cantona And Paul Scores All these people Used to see on TV And It's not like You know At that age You really know As much about the sport Or you've seen enough To you know Form a favourite team But (laughs) We saw a lot of them growing up and then you became really fond of them and attached to them uh, as players and consequently even the club and the manager and everything. So I think it was a sort of love that was built over time and uh, it's very easy to kind of change sides, you know, when teams are performing and not performing. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're there in the bad times as well, then it makes that bond very special. People a lot of when United perform nowadays. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but uh, they've had some good days and hopefully they'll be back soon. Right.
0: And uh, tell us something about your decision-making skills on the field or on the court. A time when you made a quick decision.
1: Uh, quick decision?
0: Or uh, how important or the importance
1: of decision-making on the field. I remember from Manas' podcast, uh, he was narrating this story about our uh, badminton medal at SP Gen and Mm -hmm. how I had told him, Manas, you just cover your bit and and I'll cover the rest and also how we had changed the order so that we could kind of beat the team that we were playing against because I knew one of their really good players and what I thought most important was that we need to win this badminton uh, sort of uh, trophy. So I made Manas play with him and I played with the other guy and we had to make this decision in maybe what, just 10 seconds before the match when you have to uh, give your names uh, and the nice. draws are made and uh, I was like we have to win so we'll change the order a little bit. So I think that that's one... Uh, one decision I can remember, but mostly to be very honest when i'm on 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 the field or on the court, sport is very instinctive, like you know you can plan for and rehearse a lot of scenarios in your mind beforehand, like I'd even mentioned, you know, I used to keep notes. Uh, They would not be about, you know, if this happens, then what to do. It would be about what you can control and what you need to do repeatedly in order to get results. But when you're on the pitch, everything is very spontaneous, very instinctive. And decision-making as a result is instinctive. And many times it goes right and many times it goes wrong. Right. Right. So, yeah, but the decision is always made with only one objective like when you're playing a match the objective is not to have a great match the objective is to win when you're practicing and you're having a friendly game or you know uh, just drilling then you know it, you can plan for uh, everything and you know play out different scenarios but when you're on a match competing against someone then the number one priority is to and i remember playing so many tennis matches in Mica now uh, i am a squash player, actually. So, the way I play tennis is very different from how a person who, you know, is an out-and-out tennis player would play. They would play a lot of topspin, they would play a lot of long rallies. But my game is more about keeping the ball in play and just frustrating the other person. And I do that by doing a lot of chops. It it looks really bad. Like, I know a lot of people when I tell them, let's play tennis, you know, they'll be like, I don't want to play against you, it's not. And they may be a lot better, (laughs) but they'll just be like, your game is so irritating. So, mm-hmm. it, it would just be like, okay, I I'm only playing to win. Like, if we are just fooling right. around, it's a different thing. But if we are playing a match, we put a bet, then it's all about it's all about winning. Mm-hmm. And what's the best
0: piece of advice you've got?
1: Never stop playing. No matter where you mm-hmm. are, what you're doing, just play. I play every single day of my life. I mean, if there's a day that I haven't played, I don't so Maybe. for me, it's an addiction, and uh, but I I'll, most of the good things that have happened to me in life, sports has been a big part of it. So I owe a lot to to sport, and it's it's my most fun thing to do.
0: And if you had a on pain, what would it be?
1: I don't know what that would be, but when I was in scam and we had summer in our second year when we had organized it i remember and i was obviously playing all the sports going from one field to the other it, it was relentless I had probably slept for four hours in three days but uh, while I was playing everything and you know the batch was uh, always there and always supporting and cheering and they had given a pet name called Krish to me <laughs> which was really tacky and cheesy and I hated it but never before has a name like that been given to me uh, and it was from the Ritik Roshan reference obviously lame superhero so but uh, and my yearbook was filled with instead of Calling me, so people have just written creation. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's one name. I mean, in hindsight, it's cute, but yeah, <laughs> it could have been and better. What's
0: your, what's your favorite court of field to play in?
1: Every one of them, uh, when I enter any court, the feeling I get is the same. Whether it's a basketball court and wherever it is, whether it's in Mica, whether it's in some other local court here, whether it's a national championship, when you enter a court, that feeling—I mean, it's undeniably the same. And because it's the same, and it's that mix of excitement and nervousness and adrenaline. I mean, that's that's what sport is all about. That's why you end up going and playing every day. So yeah, it's it's that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what's the most courageous thing you've ever done like you were like whoa! how did I do that mm, like
1: not uh, can't think of a particular sort of instance but there are many many you know matches that one remembers you know which were pivotal or really important or great things happened to them from uh, either giving the trials when i was 13 years old to be a part of the delhi team uh, or when uh, you know i was giving my uh, trials to get into saint Stephen's and you know everybody is vying mm-hmm. for that spot there are about fifteen to twenty national level players who come to apply because there are one or two spots there and being, you know, mm. one of the best colleges that there are, it obviously attracts all the talent that is there. So those were hard and it would be playing about four or five matches every day over a period of two to three days. Uh, and you know, even after they are done, you don't know if you've you know gotten in or you've not gotten in. So those those were very very important. Uh, you know, it, they played a very important part in me getting to where I am today. Uh, and also that uh, 2009 national final where we were playing against uh, Tamil Nadu, and who were the defending champions, and it was a uh, sort of best of three matches that happens uh, there's mm. a seed one seed two they play against each other and then it was one all in our case and it came down to my match and it was in our home uh, court uh, I play at the Delhi Gymkhana Club in Delhi and they uh, were hosting the Nationals that year so the whole club was there watching my parents were there watching some of my friends had also come so it was like a really you know I had everything that one could want and need in a in a match like that at a, at a time like that was there and it was a 5 setter and uh, it was 2-all and in the last game I won I, it's a very 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 fond memory special memory nice
0: so after Maika you also ventured into sports marketing with Adidas types.
1: Right? that's right how was that? So the interesting backstory to that is I got placed through uh, campus with VIP and uh, they are quite fond recruiters of Mican's. Uh Don't think they have very fond memories of me though because I did the entire management trainee program uh, in the first year and I I did a, I was quite good uh, at it as one of the uh, top two from the management trainees that they had hired that year, which is about eight of them. And uh, after the management trainee period, which is when, you know, the company has groomed you and now you are ready to take on uh, a role and either assistant manager role or in uh, trade or retail or in marketing. I told them that, look, I think I want to leave. <laughs> they were not very happy, uh, but uh, I, I knew that I had to kind of be connected to sports in a way and I'd looked, uh, you know, for some roles and there was a role in Adidas in Delhi uh, and I applied to that and uh, fortunately it all worked out and yeah, it was one of the best experiences in my uh, short work life. So why did you switch, like why did you switch companies after Adidas? Uh, entrepreneurship ka ho jata hai, jab kisi ko to, then it's very hard to sort of resist, especially if, you know, you've never, never thought that you would be in a position where you could do something on your own. So a couple of my friends, uh, they were from a hospitality background and they were starting a, a, a restaurant in Gurgaon and uh, they asked me you know why don't you also come on board you also wanted to do something of your own it's a great opportunity three of us can do it together and I was like absolutely and coolly, in that uh, and we set up a restaurant it was called Double Roti started in uh, Galleria in uh, Gurgaon and uh, then now it has about uh, 7 or 8 outlets uh, in the south of the country in Bangalore Pune Vizak Chennai has about 3-4 of them I left uh, that venture after a year but that was the reason that I left Adidas otherwise I don't think I would have had a uh, you know lateral shift into another company I was I was quite happy with Adidas you know I was in sports marketing meeting athletes working with federations like FIFA NBA Chelsea Real Madrid you know tennis associations uh, signing on new athletes going to the grounds to meet them scout for them negotiate contracts I mean it, it, it was a lot of fun right.
0: very interesting And uh, how was recently you, how was your
1: experience as part of the alum team? Oh, it was too good. Like, uh, I have never been back to Micah since I passed out, even for the alumni meet, which is immediately after uh, when you pass out that uh, immediately the next year, I was in a stint with a marketing stint for VIP at that time in part of the management trainee period. And I was posted in Patna. And I was like, it's too far, <laughs> maybe some other time. And then it never happened again. And then the first time I really came back to campus was for uh, summer last year. So that was uh, that was the time that I came back. And it was it was quite special. And because I had so much fun, you know, it, it reminded me a lot of the days uh, when we were hosting summer and how you know mm-hmm. summer has grown so uh, and you know that feeling when it comes back when you've been away from it for too long yeah. you don't realize it so when when i came back i was like hey, this is this is too much fun and yeah it's about sport and people that I uh, you know know a lot more and because of that and I got to meet all these people I was like okay now I know pretty much everybody who's on the team also we are very active on this summer planning for the next year group also so it's become even more enjoyable and so like coming this year was a no-brain I was like definitely I am going to come
0: (laughs) and um one, how was your time as a scammy? What, what are the memories associated with that time?
1: I mean I was a, in my first year also I was a pseudo-scammy only I was just not part of the committee because I was like I don't have to I to so that was my thing if I have to like do work also and you know not be able to find time to play then this will not but I couldn't keep away from it from too long so clearly after my first year at my canvas my second year I was standing for scam I have a video of the voting that happened to elect uh, you know who would be the scam members as well. It was quite a funny video, and I think the entire batch, whoever was, because you vote for all the committees and the people who you know are, are going to be in them. Mm. So it was quite unanimous, and it was really funny. And there were three people, I think, in the batch who had not voted uh, to put me in scam, and then some of uh, some of the guys were like, "We have to find out who these three people are." <laughs> Who have not oh. voted, but it, it, it's it was a really funny funny time.
0: So I, you th- think that uh, their decision was right? Like, how was your year as a scammy? It, like
1: it, it was too much fun. Uh, I mean. I didn't, first I thought it would be work and stuff like that But uh, after seeing first year how SCAM works I was like, yeah, this is not work This is an extension of playing only And so I was very clear that I would be in SCAM the next year And uh, I got a few things uh, for the first time to campus as well The first time we got a partnership with Track and Trail India And they gave us some 20 or 30 cycles as well To be used on campus We did uh, the Mica marathon for the first time so a lot of new things happened uh, during that time and it was also summer's second year it had to be bigger and better to kind of take forward the legacy uh, from uh, Manas and crew and uh, I think we did that so it it was a great year and my scammy teammates were amazing to kind of work with and even our junior scam that we uh, had recruited was pretty pretty phenomenal
0: great great so, any final
1: one for our listeners? Uh, just, uh, if you don't play a sport already, then pick one up. Uh, always let it be uh, a part of your life in uh, some way or the other. There is a lot you can take from it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I can guarantee that. And, yeah, quarantine or no quarantine, kuch na kuch karte to be fit. So, thank you for, for coming on board. This was really
0: insightful.
1: No, it was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, Abhishekha.